very deaf. Like, if you really yell, she can hear it, but... It's like deaf poetry. <laughs> what? So, so deaf. So deaf, yes. Most, most deaf. deaf. Yeah. Okay, we should, we should save this for the pod, Pets with Disabilities. This pod brought to you by Pets with Disabilities? That or car alarm. Because they're hilarious. They can go together. I mean, deaf dog with car alarms. <laughs> this pod is brought to you by deaf dogs setting off car alarms in the middle of the night. The newest indie band out of Cincinnati. Are we recording right now? Because let's just put that at the beginning. Okay. Yeah. Nobody's gonna think it's funny out of context. All right, listener. Welcome to another episode of the Slizoom Podcast. The podcast has apparently begun. Welcome, listener. Hey. Yeah, we're back again. Um, with a vengeance. Yes. And we're you. better than ever. Uh, and we're gonna talk about this week. Um, dogs. Dots. Yeah. Um, Frito Lay. Hamsters. Hamsters. And rats. Rats? I wanted it to rhyme. Sure. I did. Sure, yeah. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah. Well, we're. Oh no. <laughs> talking about pets with disabilities. Caleb's got this retarded cat here. Yeah. She's <laughs> flipping around. Attacking coats and uh, bits of string and shadows on the wall. It's her favorite thing. Actually, her favorite thing is is the the concealed movement, like oh. mm, uh, like under the blankets. Yeah, under yeah, a blanket okay. or a towel or, or anything really, where it's just like something that's moving under something else. I think she enjoys the mystery. Yeah, seems like a typical cat thing. Yeah, typical. Although Hector, he puts toys underneath his blanket and then proceeds to, like, tear up his own blanket. <laughs> he puts them under the, the blanket himself and then just tears it up. Is he into that uh, that uh, particular fetish community, the parkatary fetish? Um, like I don't see why he wouldn't be. <laughs> Why wouldn't anyone? <laughs> <laughs> I'm mean, like son. So I come here, son. Let me show you something hot. <laughs> I went to the store to get something special for you. Yeah, it's a big fluffy coat. But wait. Yeah, that's right. I'm pulling on it. Why am I pulling on it? Daddy, stop pulling on your coat. No, son. It's not a coat. <clears throat> this is a parka. Dunch, <laughs> look deep into the parka. Except <laughs> your face. My friend, uh, neurology slash computer machine learning Gary, um, read me <laughs> yeah, guy. a very, a very, uh, very juicy, um, erotic fiction written uh, by someone in the parkatering fetish community about, you know, this guy who meets another guy. I might be a little the... out of the loop. Is this just a fetish for wearing parkas? No, for Terry. Sir, have you been watching the news for the last <laughs> five years? <No>. Jeez. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, the underground? I should send us the link for this, and I should, we should, we should try and bring back the erotic literature. Oh. It's a shy moment. Yeah. Well, it's, it, the problem is we found ones that were like, that had too much like actual content. 
Um, they were too hot. Yeah, yeah they were too hot. They were too sad. I, <laughs> I drew them up to stop and beat off like three times during the reading. Uh, but no, it's like this this guy is, is out at a bar and he meets this other attractive young man. They get really close and intimate. Like, well, not, not like sexual, but you know, they're really hitting it off close and he's, you know, what, like seeing his rippling muscle move beneath his shirt and smells his cologne. Oh, and then... And then he takes him back to his house, and they tear his favorite parka in two. And his favorite parka is not a euphemism for his anus. Like, literally, his his favorite parka was like, wow, that's. I wish I had that fetish. Yeah. Like that'd be easy. That sounds (laughs) kind of expensive, though. Yeah. It's probably one of those things where like the more for. Maybe you could go to Goodwill and get parkas. Yeah, like give him in bulk. But I mean, in this, in this, in this. Fantasy, it's like his favorite parka. So I think oh, the value of the parka, both monetarily and like uh, um, sentimentally, the higher the value of the parka, the more erotic the tearing, the act of tearing a parka. Was I don't know if it could be at the time. I don't or were they, were they like each of them grabbed the sleeve and they were just yanking? <laughs> Did he just sing that guy? Wow. So that's where it started. And then tear it open and then just come. Yeah, Chris Farley just starts a lot of fetishes. What is it like, and then. (laughs) Nice. What is it. Shrek 2. (laughs) What is it like, do you suppose, to like. Be. You're going through puberty, it's already confusing enough. And the moment, the day you realize that you're into that fetish, just like, you're trying to put your coat on, you're growing, it's a little too tight, you like try and put in the sleeves, it tears in two, and you just pop a boner, and you're just like, what's going on? <laughs> Why, God? Why me? Well, you don't have a very weird fetish then, do you? <laughs> I mean, that does happen, though. Like, you know, you're going through puberty. Oh, you just yeah. Get random boners. Yeah. You know? Yeah. If you, if you try and, like, ascribe a certain pattern to it, you'll think you'll have every fetish. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, at that age, you do. Yep. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah, more or less. Yeah. <laughs> like, Louis C.K. had a bit about, like, like, oh, when you've got a teenage, which it's funnier in retrospect now. <laughs> Talking about, like, being a teenager and going through puberty and just, like, putting his penis on and and everything. He's like, my favorite thing to do is to shut my penis in the refrigerator door. (laughs) Like, serious, it was so great because I got the gasket on one side, the cold metal on the other. (laughs) Wow. Apparently Louis C.K. likes doing strange things with penis. What a surprise. Yeah. We never guess. (laughs) Who doesn't? Love doing weird things with Louis C.K.'s penis. (laughs) I can think of about three women. <laughs> We're not fans. <laughs> they knew what this was. <laughs> I thought you knew what this was. Yeah. I don't, I, don't, I don't know if, like, someone calling you up and masturbating while talking to you on the phone, I don't know where that really falls on the spectrum of, like, I know I'm supposed to be like, well, that is unacceptable behavior, but it's just... I can't help but just laugh at that particular instance. Thank you. Yeah, Was that what weird he thing. did? I thought they were like in the room with him. Yeah, that happened too. Oh, okay. I'm not even sure that's bad. Try and take care of yourself, you know. 
<laughs> well, the thing is, he did, he did, like, he did get their consent. He's like, he did, is it yeah. okay if I start masturbating? So, I thought, I thought it was kind of stupid, that it was a dumb thing. I wonder if all of them, like, the answer was, yes? <laughs> well, that's what, like, when he apologized, that's what he basically said, is that, yes, that's true, like, I, you know, they did consent, but in retrospect, I was in a position of power, so it wasn't entirely on Yeah, like, what, what is the answer supposed to No! Is that what okay. you know? You've made it as a celebrity. <laughs> when you're like, oh shit, now I have a position of power, and if I get verbal consent to masturbate in front of people, I still might get chased. Not enough, yeah. Though, now I'm, I'm kind of curious to see if I can get away with it without me in a position of power. It's like, walk to the random strangers not walking down the street and be like, mind if I start masturbating? Though that might be too on the level, because at least we're on the same level. Like, if you get, like, pulled over for speeding... When a cop comes over to write you a ticket, be like, they roll down their window, and you roll down your window instead of being like, what seems to be the problem, officer? Be like, Seriously? you mind if I start masturbating? So, the cop's like, you mind if I already started? perfect pullover. over, no, no, but I have a parka. <laughs> nice. Wow. Nailed it. All right, next topic. <laughs> oh, do we have a next topic? Is that me? Disco. Yes, disco. It's not dead. Merely sleeping. Yeah. You know, I just turned 30. Nothing really makes me feel old because I've always been a crotchety old man uh, trapped in the body of a less old man. Um, but uh, what does make me feel weird is like, Remembering being in the 90s and making fun of disco as being like the stupid old music and now being like, now that I'm in the 20 teens, that's as. The 70s are as distant to the 90s as the 90s are to now. But see, that's what's weird. That's what was weird about like growing up in the in the 90s and like. Nirvana was. I mean, I was like eight when Kurt Cobain killed himself. But I mean, like, Nirvana Kurt was Kurt. still the. The echoes of it were still going on. And so I had like Nirvana high t-shirts in high school, and kids today are still wearing, like, Nirvana shirts in high school, because, like, Nirvana is just the pure music of confusing adolescents and random park of owners. I would say I didn't see too many people wearing Nirvana shirts in my high school. I mean, there weren't a lot of people, but, you know, there were a handful. Yeah, there's always some. I mean, I think but you don't see people wearing Bee Gees t-shirts very often anymore. Exactly. I don't think you saw them doing that in the 90s. Although, I think, like, band t-shirts were not such a big thing then. They were big in the 80s, band t-shirts. Yeah, but they weren't in the 70s. So maybe there wasn't, yeah. like, the carryover. But people have Beatles t-shirts. So I don't know. I don't know what to think about that. We're going to have to do some more research in this. <laughs> yeah. We'll get back to you listening. <laughs> yeah, I Like, back in the 1700s, they used to, like, do their own on looms. It'd be like... Band t-shirts. Like, it would be like cross-stitch. Yeah. <laughs> the Voldier dies. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Do you suppose... Mozart and Benjamin Franklin were around around the same time, right? Like, classical music was... I think, I think it's quite a bit later than... It was during the 18th century, right? I thought it was the I thought it was the year 18. Yeah, yeah. I get those mixed up. Never mind. Well, yeah. I mean, America. 
American Revolution 1776. Okay, so hold on. We have to we have to pause this for just a quick second. So Colin shouted out the word beer, dived out of the screen, and then about ten seconds later came back with a cube of natural <laughs> like a hero. Yeah, well, I wasn't here before I started the podcast. <laughs> you the shout that out. Fucking degenerates drinking your beer on a Thursday night. Mm. I'm not drinking beer. Yeah. This is pretty I got trashed on a Tuesday night. Nice. Nice. Well done. Did you have Started with, with scotch and then just uh, devolved quickly into natty ice. Sounds like a good night. Passed out on the couch with the dogs and woke up at 3 in the morning. Nice. When I was 21, I would have passed out at 3 in the morning. Woke mm. up at noon. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I passed out at like 11.30. <laughs> <laughs> so you know you've grown up. Yeah. You're responsible. You can pass out before midnight. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have to work on the Wednesday after that? No. I don't work Wednesday, Thursday. Okay, that's why I thought. So, uh, anyone, uh, crowd any new restaurants lately? Um, no, I went to, like, a, a different location of a restaurant that I've been to before. Nothing, nothing special. Okay. Yeah, I think I'm just supposed to say no, Caleb. <laughs> I tried to sell it, Colin. <laughs> <laughs> any, anyone, uh, anyone, uh, travel to any, uh, interesting cities or anything that you've ever been to before? No. No? Anyone been molested by a clown in the past week? <laughs> yeah. Anybody else? <laughs> no. Oh, wait! The, oh, yeah, I guess, I guess, yeah, I guess. Did that happen to you, too? Yeah, yeah, in fact, it was the same clown. Yeah. Are we living in a Stephen King novel? What's <laughs> going on, guys? I, I don't want to talk about it. This is still a mystery. I wanted to save this for the podcast. Ethan, would you like to, um, to, I don't think I have the words. Well, uh, so Caleb and, uh, Curly Sarah and I, Gay Sarah, Gay Sarah. Sarah, and I went to a, uh, a concert in, in Omaha. Oh, that's... Yeah, yeah, it was, uh, Iced Earth and Sanctuary. Oh my god, so, their singer that just died not that long ago, only today did I realize that that's, that was the guy in Nevermore. Rip in peace, guy from Nevermore. <laughs> Do you remember what his name is? We're all Dane. There you go. We're all Dane. But I actually like this day, we're all Dane. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so, um, there was, there was this guy who wasn't the clown that molested us at the, uh, Beginning of the concert, who were like he commented on my shirt, and we're like, "Oh, hey, cool!" And we hung up for a little. He seemed like a nice enough guy. We was kind of like drunk or scurvy beard. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like as the hero, four bands playing, and as we went on, he just kept getting drunker and drunker, and like more belligerent. He was hitting it hard, and he was just being a pain in the ass. And it, like at the end, it was, they did it before they played their last song. I wish they would have done it earlier, but yeah. finally, the the fucking headlining band's uh, founding member had to. Like, ask security to have the guy removed. Yeah, he like grabbed the mic and was like, that, there's somebody out there who's being a dick. 
<laughs> is there any security in this shizo? <laughs> yeah. And then so then finally security came and grabbed that guy and kicked yeah. him out. He's like he's like super drunk and uh, yeah. he was like trying to mosh, but it wasn't really working. So he was mostly just like hitting people around <laughs> him and like falling over. And he was like, he was a hefty fellow. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a hefty clown. Yeah. Uh, it, well. Wait, well, he so was not the clown. He was not the clown that molested us. So yeah. Yeah. we were. That was a different. <laughs> so <laughs> on the, on the walk back. From so this uh, this venue, the Sokol Underground, or well, Sokol oh, right. such a dive. It's it's in an area of Omaha where there's really not is. really a lot of like parking. It, it's it's like right. It's not in a really busy area of Omaha. It's kind of like one of the few things that's there. Um, it's like so a it's random right. venue in South Omaha. Right, right. So there's uh there aren't like a bunch of parking lots or parking garages or anything. So everyone just parks on the residential streets. So, it's, it, you know, you usually have to walk a couple blocks to get back to your car if you go to a show there. And so we're walking back, and of course, everyone's kind of talking about, oh, man, that was a great show. But, man, that, that one asshole with the with the red hair kind of really making a, a scene and kind of kind of really took away from the experience. Yeah, yeah. There's a little pause, and I'm like, also... Was that one guy in the clown mask, like, rubbing on you inappropriately as well? And Caitlin's like, yeah! <laughs> there was this guy in, like, a clown mask. At the time, I didn't realize it was a clown mask. I thought he had, like, a bunch of piercings. Um, and I first, like, looked over and glanced at him, and he was, like, dry-humping Caleb's leg to the side. <laughs> it was unpleasant. It was unpleasant, but I... But Caleb's just stoically yeah. ignoring it. <laughs> if I ignore it, it'll go away. I mean, it, it is actually a fine line between, like, somebody who's, like, headbanging next to you and somebody who is, like, humping Banging. Your yeah. Just banging. Just, just normal banging. banging minus yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, uh... Or maybe it's... Still head So, uh, the first time I saw him, he was, like, awkwardly humping Caleb's leg <laughs> from the side. And I'm like, wow, that guy looks creepy. Caleb's shaking it like a champ. Sure hope that doesn't happen to me. Yeah, they were enjoying it. I for me. I got Me and him are talking parkas. Don't get in my business. So I was drinking some beer. I guess I owe you $4, Caleb. I was drinking some beer that I got on tap. It was like a little plastic cup. And, like, we were... Like the second row back in front of the stage, I didn't want to go to a trash can to throw it away, but I, I didn't want to just keep holding on to the empty cup, and I didn't want to be that asshole who just throws it on the floor. So I like smashed it and put it in my back pocket, and uh, oh, wow. so I, I could feel it back there. And then creepy clown guy slides over behind me, <laughs> and like I can kind of feel him rubbing on my ass, and it is one of those things where you're like, this is a thing that sort of happens. Uh, de facto at a metal show and everyone's kind of jumping around. But I seem to think that there's like three spaces of empty floor behind him and the next person behind him and this might not be necessary. Then I feel the cup slowly and sensually sliding out of my pocket. I'm like, I think this crazy clown man is... Covering um, my pocket. Yes, is withdrawing it in a deliberately kind of slow and weird manner. Um, Sounds hot. 
And so I did, you know, right. <laughs> I took the courage to just try and ignore him and hope he went away, and eventually he did. Um, kind of. He kind of kept popping up and, like, hovering right, right by us, but... You guys sound like, like... This happens to girls all the time. <laughs> and you, like, obviously it was like the, I assume that's like one of the first times, first couple times. First time a clown did it. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the biggest problem here, is that this person's in a clown movie. Not yeah. getting molested. Yeah. I had a guy tried to hold my hand playing basketball the other day. <laughs> he just reached out and he just grabbed my hand. He wasn't even guarding me. <laughs> I don't what? know what's, I'm just like, I didn't even look at it. I just, I just swatted him away real quick. See, that's that's what you gotta do. Like you guys were being overly polite. Some guys just dry humping you, and you're like, "Well, this is just how this is gonna go for me." And the next. Well, I mean, we were wrestlers too, so I mean, oh yeah, the barrier for what constitutes the gay sex is climbing. I mean, as long as there's no actual <laughs> penetration, it's hardly worth it. Yeah, or just a little penetration is okay. Yeah, that too. Just I mean, a like, little, just the. Time. I've been butt dragged a time or two. I, mean, <laughs> I, I can deal with just a little bit of penetration. Yeah. But <laughs> more than two fingers at a time is too much. All right, right. that's you gotta draw the line. Clearly. I was at a concert one time. It was a uh, Shine Down. I was with Nicole. Nice! And we're standing there, and, um, Nicole, I don't know, I don't know if you guys know this, like, I think it was a 90s thing when girls used to put their hands in guys' back pockets and vice versa. Girls still do that. They still do, okay. A lot of people I've talked to are like, what? I've never heard this. <laughs> well, maybe it's a 90s thing. So it's over. No, I see. Anyway. Okay, so Nicole was doing that to me, had her hand in my back pocket, and then I... She was trying to get that cup you stashed back there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, ooh. I, I felt a, a different hand go to the other cheek. Ooh. I'm like, okay, well, that's a little interesting. Nicole, two-handed approach. <laughs> and no, I was like, okay, I'll ignore this. And then I guess they didn't notice that Nicole had her hand there, so... Nicole eventually feels a hand grab her hand. <laughs> 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 in fact, there's like 40 year old women standing by us. Like, okay, I guess we'll fucking leave. I think they just wanted me to get out there because I was too tall and in the way. <laughs> so they're just gonna reach into yeah. your pants. <laughs> wow. I remember at Allstate. They're like, either we're gonna get rid of them or we're gonna get laid. <laughs> we're gonna get rid of them or rape them. It's one of the two. <laughs> Both fine. That's the uh, that's the Vikings philosophy. Yeah. Usually both actually. Yeah, one or the other. Yeah. Oh man, how great would that story been if I turned around instead of clown masks, they were dressed as Vikings. <laughs> <laughs> I remember it. Uh, I remember it. Uh, all state choir in high school. It was um, like my practice section. Did you ever meet one of those people who just like? Oh, so like in high school, this was just like a wonderful gem because um, it was a attractive woman who was like very open about being very sexual and would just like talk about her exploits and it was just like super horny and stuff um, and her and the and I don't know I don't remember why if the bases were just like right by the alcoves or if they just kind of mixed everyone up in the auditorium because they wanted everyone to be able to hear everyone instead but of you having, had to hold her hand uh 
No, so like she was beside me like on the right and another face was beside me on the left. And he was he was a good looking guy and um also oh. kind of feisty and open about his sexuality. And, and they helped. There was a lot of sexual tension between them, but they also made like a lot of jokes oh, and stuff. And she kind of she wasn't like really strongly coming on to me, but going like, hey, you're alright too, sort of thing. Isn't that weird? Oh, no. when so this was a devil's three way. <laughs> I may have been, I don't know. Because while we were singing during the actual performance where like uh like the, the all state high school choir performance where everyone's there to see it, we were like up on the risers singing and I feel a hand just drift down and start caressing my ass. Wow. I was like, whose hand is it? Yeah, it was like, to this day, I don't know. It could, have been, it could have been the guy grabbing my ass as a joke, or the girl grabbing my ass as a joke, as a joke. or either one of them doing it for, uh, you know, for uh, their own gratification or to or yours. Be, or, or my gratification as a favor. I, or I don't know. A troll that lives under the riser. <laughs> 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 to get into this all state so, speaking of holding hands and I don't think it was all state or maybe it was I can't remember, I can't remember what it was it was in choir in high school and we I think it was contest choir like that we went to all state mm-hmm. okay yeah so same thing but so we had we would when we would practice, we would we had like a group of you know a soprano, alto, tenor, bass, right, and to be more in tune with each other or whatever the hell, we would stand in a circle and hold hands. Aww, our teacher would make us do that. That's cute. <laughs> so in my group, there was a tenor who was a little bit mentally retarded who would take. We had block schedules, so 90-minute-long classes. He would take, like, five bathroom breaks every class, and everyone was like, yeah, he's... All the boys were like, he's jerking off in the bathroom. Five times. Wow. So he's in my... And someone, one of the guys told me that, like, it was a known, like, an open secret that he did that. And then one of the guys that told me that, I was like, does he wash his hands? And they were like... Hell no. <laughs> so he's in my group, and no one else would hold his hand. And he's special needs, and I would have to suck it up every music class and be like, hey. yeah, <laughs> Like, I better suck his dick so he doesn't have to go jerk <laughs> off. Gross jerking off hand afterwards. <laughs> Man, five times. Ah, to be young. Weird sucker. I don't retarded. <laughs> I don't think I've ever beaten off five times in a day, like ever. In really? Entire... No, I might have once. Five times is a lot. Yeah. But he would like Chafed. take a break, like as we were sitting here, and leave, and I'd be like, <laughs> and he'd come back, and I'd have to hold his hand. It's fucking traumatized. And the girl, the alto on the other side, wouldn't hold his hand, and I didn't want two, like the two out of three other people in his group to like. Refused to hold his hand. <laughs> wow. So I took one for the team. What a life. Well, I mean, and that's, and that's just like in a 90 minute block that he's beaten off five times. So, do you think yeah, he goes to completion point. all five times? Maybe he's just edging. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I hear, you know, that's, uh, that's what people do. Really? 
that's a thing. They <coughs> get to the brink and then... Yeah, that's just how you get yeah. blue balls. Like, who the fuck does that? I, that's worse than not beating it at all. I, you're asking the you wrong know, person. The worst thing is, is when you actually go to finish and then get blue balls anyway. Oh, really? Uh, I, I've tried to Google this. Like, apparently this has never happened to anybody else. Wow. You're not, you're oh, just not happened. doing it right. right. <laughs> <laughs> you need to involve more parkas. <laughs> you need a grapefruit. <laughs> a grapefruit parkas. So how many blocks do you have a day? I'm sorry, I just gotta figure out how many times this guy beats off. Oh, four. Four, so four, 20 times, like, in school. Now, is he all spent by the time he goes home, or...? This was the first block of the day, so... Oh, okay. uh, so yeah, he was all yeah. rested up. It was just, like, his morning ritual. <laughs> wow. What a hero. Man. Cool. Back in my adolescent days, when I used to have multi-jerk days, you know... Um, yeah. I don't think I ever topped three, but each, you know... Each one took longer each time, so... I mean, it does get harder. That's true. Wow. Well, <laughs> wow. It's kind of spongy last time. It becomes more difficult. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I remember for myself, there was, um... <laughs> you have another jerk out there, but... Instead of the corn smut part two, it's literally just jerking off. This is what time. I was hoping to avoid, but here we are. <laughs> So I, I got a, a DVD player when I was in my junior high, and I was the first person in my household to have a DVD player, because like, my family didn't have one. Oh, yeah. But, like, I got yeah, one me for too. Christmas. Congrats. I bought mine with you tasseling money. Yeah, I was... I bought money. <laughs> yeah. And I got a movie, and it's called, um... It's called Blue Thunder? And I remember it involves, like, a military helicopter like, special technology, and they use this helicopter to, like, spy into this poor woman's, like, apartment through her window, like, while she's undressing, and so, basically, there were boobies on this DVD, and man, the, <laughs> it was like Niagara Falls, uh, for, like, for, like, months after that. It's weird, like, how fixated you can become. Like you, like you pause. The the DVD player had a zoom in feature. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, is is yeah. I don't think it's pretty depraved. I don't know if I brought this up on the other masturbation episode, oh, but wow. after I after I like finally got through that first phase of puberty, that's just wildly confusing, and you don't know what's going on, and I could no longer just beat off to the printed letter B. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a pretty low bar for, for what, what I needed to get where I was going. Um, well, by the time I was like 13, you know, when the bar was a little higher, um, uh, there was a... You sure got to the word boo. That's got two B's in it. That's right. Yeah, you like, one B is boobs and the other one is butt cheeks. You know, I don't wow. have to choose what the B is, you know. Whether it's boobs or butt cheeks or whatever, but anyway, there was a. Uh, I remember the. You were like the game genies for, <laughs> like, Nintendo and and the, like the Sega Genesis where the things docked on them. Well, for the PlayStation, for the PlayStation, there was a. Uh, uh, it was called the Game Shark, and because I mean it was like 
disc-based media, but this is, like, before you could... Before it had, like, USB ports, you could, like, take it online and stuff. Like, you could, like, a PS4 or whatever now, and, and like, download programs and stuff. Um, the way that the cheat code thing would work, or anything to, like, the enhanced gameplay would work, is you had... There was, like, a special thing, you certain memory card slot, and then you'd run, like, a boot program from a disc where you'd, like, select the, the code that would... Uh, go in the memory card slot, and then, like, when you start, you'd, like, you'd, like, open the thing while it was running, take out the car, take out the GameShark disc, then put in the game disc, um, and, then, and then hit reset, and it would actually, like, actually, like, kind of boot. It would, it would somehow take data from that card. Yeah. And it would change the parameters in the game. Well, this is a long explanation. Uh, so the, the, the disc that would actually fire up the, uh, game shark thing, or code shark, what the hell it was called, um, it had like an advertisement for like its, uh, its other products and stuff, and I don't know if it was actually even a video game or if it was just a random thing, but there was like a, there was like a hot cartoon, um, action hero, kind of like a sluttier Laura Croft, um, with, like, really tight, like, latex pants on. And it, it, it was, like, a cartoon. Um, but there was some great... It was, it was a really nice, uh... And it was a really nice, uh... Artistically rendered ass. I beat off to that. Wow. Quite a bit. For a couple of years. But it was only, like, five seconds long, so I would actually, like, figure it out to, like, jam a button to cause the PlayStation to crash. So it would stick in that frame. Wow. That sounds like what I did with Blue Thunder. <laughs> Again, like the well, levels got to hit pause because it was an actual TV. It was easy for me. <laughs> you had to really work for it. I remember, I don't know how old I was. I think I was in middle school, but I was like trying to find a movie to watch, and my brother had the movie Wild Things, I think. And I, like, I heard that it was like. I don't know if it was rated R or like NC-17 or whatever, but I was like, ooh. Oh no. And so I felt like such a terrible person because I watched the DVD and then, and there's like a lesbian sex scene in it. But I was like, I was like, this movie kind of sucks. And I, <laughs> I was like, I just can't get over <laughs> the bad acting. Oh, I was like, my brother likes this. <laughs> That's so a very while you guys reaction. were beaten off to the letter B, I'm watching <laughs> lesbian sex scene and be like, eh. Well, it does mean you're not a lesbian, I suppose. Uh, well, but. not at that time, I guess. Good <laughs> <laughs> time to grow it. You need better actresses. Mm. <laughs> you appreciate the art. Of the lesbian sex scene. Kate Blanchett. <laughs> <laughs> did um, did, did you guys have like that one friend who had like like actual porn? Yeah. Oh, actual porn friend. Or like. That's what we call them, actual porn friend. I mean, I'm thinking of um. <laughs> oh, that's Gary. <laughs> <laughs> there was a um, actual porn here. <laughs> there was there was a guy that I I went to school with um who had a, uh, his mom had a copy of the movie Porky's. Oh, yeah. Which is, of course, infamous for, infamous for... Porky Pig. Lots of, yeah, Porky Pig, yeah. 
There's no that at all, folks. <laughs> uh, which is, I fuck that big. Yeah, yeah. Let's not get into that right now. <laughs> that's far through the head of his bass drum. You know, that's yeah, too much. <laughs> too, too, too far, man. By bass drum head, I mean anus. I. We all know. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're aware of your anal proclivities. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, so my, my friend had a copy of Porky's, and he had a sleepover for his birthday one time, and this was like, the headline event is after his parents go to bed, uh, he was gonna sneak down and grab that copy of Porky's, and we were all gonna watch it together. Oh, like, because that's not gay at all. Like it was his dad's copy of Porky's? Well, so, I'm actually not sure, because like... (laughs) Uh, hit. I'm not actually not sure who his dad was. <laughs> who his dad was? No I, one knew. Uh, I, okay, so I mean, he lived with his mom. Uh. Oh wait, you're serious? You don't know who his dad was? I mean, I, <laughs> I'm sure know he, who his dad was. I don't know if he probably does. I think. Poor guy. I don't know. I don't know who it is. He In any case, Porky's. like I, his parents were divorced if they were ever married. I don't know, like a lot. I don't know this guy's life story. But I do know that, for whatever reason, there was a copy of Porky's in this guy's house. I've never heard of this, by the way. This movie? It's, it's not just, like, a porn. You know, it's an actual pretty funny movie. Yeah, yeah it's funny. It's, it's got some stuff that didn't age well, like a lot of the racist stuff in there. Yeah. There's, like, some strange anti-Semitic stuff that didn't Yeah, but didn't the Jew well. kicked the other guy's ass. So, there you so. go. That makes up for it, yeah. <laughs> True. Uh, like, there's, a. Uh, I don't know if this is the first movie to do this, but there's, like, this famous, like, shower scene where it's, like, these girls who are in, like, a locker room, and the guy has, like, a like a hole in the wall that he's using to, like, look through. I don't know. It, it's reference places. That yeah, and then he puts his dick in the hole. Sees what happens. That's right. Yep. He yeah. does. Yeah, it's, um, not a good decision, turns out. Yeah, and I think all the, the girls in the locker so room like just a glory left, hole and then there was the this old lady, like janitor or cook or something. I don't know what the fuck she's doing there. Maybe she's a coach. And she just goes in there and sees this kid's dick, and then she just grabs it. Yeah. <laughs> just holds on to it. So he's stuck there with his dick in the hole. <laughs> I feel like that's the best thing, best way that that story could happen. <laughs> I know. I wanted to get to that point. I didn't like want it to be she had a to... pair of children's scissors, and she yeah. cut his dick off. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> what I... That's what I but it took four tries because skin scissors was uh the, yeah that that was the part like I just tried to skip over and fast forward through all the you know the young attractive naked women to get the part with like the old janitor or coat lady or like coach grabs the guy's <laughs> yeah because uh you know it, she was a janitor for Berkeley High and there was the letter B on her no yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah baby oh yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, Big Bird, you show me that B. You bring me that letter B, yeah. Big Bird. You slipped I'll the bring you a hot lot of baby batter in your face. That's so many bees. <laughs> wow. Big Not Bird. the bees! Not the bees! Big Bird's baby batter. <laughs> Should make like a... baby buggy bumpers. Man, I wonder if, like, sex shops sell any actual food. Because if they did, like, Big Bird's baby batter 
would be like a great brand of like uh, pancake mix that they could sell. Yeah, so because like shops. Well, because you know, like Bisquick, you can use Bisquick to like make biscuits or pancakes or make like deep fried breading. Uh, like Big Bird's baby batter could be like a pancake mix that you could also like dip a live baby in as breading before you deep fry it. That's true. Yeah. You could. <laughs> Technically. <laughs> No, no laws, no laws of physics technically prohibit this. Ain't no law against deep frying a baby. There's no law specifically against deep frying a baby, at least. Yeah, we'll use the uh, the Airbud defense. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Sarah, I don't know if you know the Airbud defense. You didn't laugh at that. Sorry, I like, lost in my head. Okay, that happens. I really wasn't paying attention to the rest of the story until we got to, uh, there's no rules against deep frying a baby. <laughs> I don't know how we got to that point, but I was interested in that. that like, so it's oh, come it's to there. this. Because I got a whole basket of babies in the back room. <laughs> well, we'll get Big Bird's baby batter, Big so Bird's we'll just have batter. Big Bird bukkake all over the babies. Oh. Then submerge them in boiling oil. Ethan, I don't know how you're going to get through this without blowing it in your pants. <laughs> this is just... This must be yeah, torture you, for you. You're going to break out the butter, because a little bit of butter will make that batter better. In, ooh. Uh, <laughs> I thought that was you making that noise. Like, oh, I'm going to go. <laughs> That's new room telling us that her soul is dying a little bit <laughs> with this conversation. So, while you guys were talking Sorry. about frying Sorry. babies, I don't know why I thought of this, but I remembered a strange man I encountered at the bowling alley a while ago. I went bowling with some friends, and we had like four people in our lane, and there was an old guy in the lane next to us, and he was just bowling by himself. And all of my friends were like, oh my god. How sad. He's bowling by himself. And I was like, guys, it's fine. I was like, quit feeling sorry for him. Yeah, and he was having a blast, drinking his beer, dancing, bowling. Wow, nice. And then he finally, and he, like, was being nice to us, and then he got done bowling, and we thought he left, and then I looked back, and he was still in the bowling alley. He was just reading a book, and, like, at, like, 11 o'clock on a Saturday night. And everyone was like, now he's reading a book. And I was like, maybe he's, like, waiting, like, because he's too drunk to drive or something. <laughs> and they're like, yeah. So me and my friends are like, I want to know what book he's reading. So we kept, like, sending people to walk by, like, going to a candy machine or whatever, trying to figure out what book it was, and we couldn't ever see the title. We were just sitting there reading his book. And then finally, I was taking my shoes off or something, and the guy was leaving. And on his way out, he stopped me. And he goes, hey, have you ever read this book? And he holds up the book, and he's reading Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> In a bowling alley on a Saturday night. And I see the title, and I had read it, but I said no. <laughs> and I go, no. And he goes, it's pretty good. You should totally read it. And then he walks out of the bowling alley. 
And I went and told my friends, and they didn't believe me. They totally <laughs> made that story up. That totally. I think they're making it up. That reminds me. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to remind uh, Harry Gary about about this. I completely forgot about the infamous butt sex book in college. This kind of reminded me of that. <laughs> Go ahead. Pray tell. <laughs> I don't know if this is great pod material because it was kind of an inside joke, but. Uh, in college, my friends and I were wasted, and we're standing in line at Amigos. Um, I think all of our listeners... Oh, no, we have some Iowa listeners now. I won't know what Amigos is. Amigos is shitty Nebraskan Mexican food. Uh, and so we were in line at Amigos at, like, 11.30 at night. Everyone in line there was drunk. Um, and there was this... There was this drunk woman who I looked, looked to be in her late 20s, early 30s, uh, fairly attractive. Uh, and she was there with a guy who appeared to be in his, like, early 40s uh, sort of thing. And I don't know, I think I was wearing, like, some band shirt. She's like, oh, my God, I love ACDC. They're so great. And so I start chatting up with this, um, yeah, friends and I start chatting up with this, uh, um, this, this woman and, and guy. And she pulls this book out of her purse. She's like, oh my god, this book is so great. And it's like one of those crappy, like, like $2, it, it's something like two fifty, and it's not even a romance book, it's like some spy action thriller with like a really stupid title. Did it have Colin on the cover? <laughs> no, it wasn't that one. Oh, okay. But I forget what the title of this book was, but it was, it was like something, if they made a Leslie Nielsen movie making fun of James Bond movies... The title for that movie would not be as ridiculous as this title of this book was. And she's like, oh my god, this book is so good. I love this book. And the guy's like, yeah, that was her payment for anal sex. And she's like, oh, shut up. She's like, here, take this book. And so it was our inside joke like, well, this woman took it in the keister for this $2.50 crappy book. And we pass it back and forth as a joke game. Well, girls have a, gotta have a coat. No. <laughs> she clearly is not my enables. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm like, at least get some gilded edges for He's me. like, let's have butt sex. No! I got this I bought book. this $2 bag. Like, oh, oh my god, fine. <laughs> well, and I, like, it was clearly like one of those books, like the edges were yellowed and it had like that, it had like that, you know that characteristic yeah. smell that old books have that smells like lubricant? <laughs> Like lubricant shit, no. And that, like, it was like it was like a book that appeared to actually be like as old as I was. I'm like, does this guy just have a sack of books that he trades for butt sex that he's been hauling around with a sack for the past thirty years? <laughs> really sketchy Santa Claus. <laughs> the worst kind of. Santa. Wait, wait, that that's that's about like regular Santa Claus. Oh, um, well, my childhood memories are flooding back. Oh no. I'm going to have to have my parents do some explaining to me about our Christmas traditions. <laughs> Why did Santa look so much like Uncle Phil? My friend. Why was my Uncle Black? Oh, no! <laughs> you have a black uncle. Uncle? <laughs> I guess by marriage, that's right. Yeah, It's like if you have a black cousin, he's a bumpkin. Plumkin? That doesn't even have... That's not even a proper portman. It's perfect. No, you did it exactly right. 
ignore me. Move on. Uh, yeah, next topic. <laughs> well, since we, since we, <laughs> since we, uh, Doug, we're doing masturbation episode part two, I guess we better rehash corn smut. Colin, you never told me this is the first we've heard about your corn smut nightmare. Or is it? Probably. Is that a recurring nightmare? It's not. Well, so... I, in my life, have worked with quite a bit of corn, and I'm not going to say where this was, because I'm really not supposed to, I don't think, I don't know. Yeah, this is like toxic corn so. stuff. Yeah, was, this is what happens so, in Nebraska and Iowa, if we have any listeners. Protected by, you mean Manitoba or Ontario, because Collins in Canada. We don't want to yeah. make Monsanto's lawyers angry. You mean Monsantania. Yes! You mean Mom Sketchy Santa with the bag full of butt sex books? No, it wasn't a bag. Mom Butt Sex Santa. It's more of a satchel. <laughs> a man purse. Anyway. Black Uncle I was, I was looking at this corn plant, and I. Anyway. You had a satchel. Pulled up a, a bag that was over the ear of corn, and. I don't know if you know a lot about smut, but it kind of grows in the kernels, or the can, or around it, and then it just kind of fucking explodes to release all of its spores, and it's black, and it's terrifying looking. Open it up, and it's about a softball size black ball, but it's not a sphere, it had, it was in a circular shape, Bulbous. but it had like fingers. What? Oh yeah. <laughs> Fucking creepy looking. And I, honest to God, I had a nightmare about smut that night. Oof. Yeah. Makes me think of the, uh, the, the, like the monster from season two of Stranger Things. It's like black and it's got like fingers. Yeah. Less bulbous, but. You get, you get more used to it. it oh, apparently smut's a delicacy in some places. Yeah, next to Before it gets explodey and creepy. Man. I should try it. I bet like there's a, uh, there's got to be a community somewhere in the world where there's an extreme delicacy where you get the smut served to you moments before it's about to explode. Yeah. And you just hold it up into your mouth and it explodes right into your mouth. Corn smut bukkake? Exactly. Corn smukkake. Smukkake. Corn smumpkin. Do you think there's any <laughs> smut that has some actual corn smut in it? If not, I think we're the prime authors. <laughs> yeah. Put that in Samuel's story. Actual <laughs> <laughs> scene in there with corn smut. I feel like no, I feel like there are probably quite a few like romance novels that like take place in the country. For some reason, and this this make this is quite bizarre. Like it seems that a lot of women think like the the idea of like the country man is really apparently not. Women in the country. But. Farmersonly.com? Yeah, farmers only. You don't have to be lonely at farmersonly.com. That's what pissed me off about that, like, have to be. pioneer <laughs> woman. That pioneer woman lady who, like, she got all famous because she started that blog. She was, like, a lawyer from, like, LA and ended up just kind of falling in love and marrying a guy from, like, Oklahoma or Southern Kansas who was a rancher. And she would blog all about her exotic experiences living on her ranch. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, plenty of people live like this. It's not like you're... Wait, are you talking about the Pioneer Woman? Yes. Oh, I 
love the pioneer <laughs> It's like... I don't, I don't know who this is. I don't know. She has a cooking show, and she makes delicious, highly unhealthy country soul food. Oh, she's like that racist girl. And she's a red <laughs> Paula Deen. Like Paula Deen, yeah. But she hasn't said anything racist, I don't think. Not yet. But she, oh, she, sorry, she hasn't admitted to saying something racist 30 years ago. All TV posts are racist. It's a fact. Well, so here's what bugs me about her. So there are these islands off the coast of India. Uh, I feel like they're called like the Andelis or whatever, but they're like anchovies. Yeah, whatever. But they're, they're, they've got like one of the least contacted tribes ever because when people from the outside technological world try to make contact, they just like throw rocks and trouble off exactly. Are they also cannibals? Is this that island? I don't think so. Like they don't really That's know much the about these next people. Yeah. They don't know they much about these people. They love technology. Because every time someone tries to connect with them, they're like, fuck off. Um except they don't speak English. But I mean I think given that we don't speak their language, because we don't know anything about their culture, the fact that they're throwing sharp objects at you probably isn't a sign of welcome. Um Maybe that is, and no one's ever, like... But anyway. Power yeah. Past the it's test. Just a, just a joke. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, why do they keep backing away? We're giving them our best rocks. These are our nicest rocks. <laughs> <laughs> we spent years sharpening them to a fine point. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so this, this woman, like, she always talks about, like, what the, what her husband and sons are doing on the ranch, but she talks like she's a documentarian, like, exploring this lost tribe. She's like, they're fence, they're repairing a fence, and repairing a fence is the hardest work a man can ever do, and long are the days, and thicker the calluses on their hands. You could never imagine it, whoever's watching this, because the only people who watch this apparently are suburban housewives. It's like a Dick Attenborough. Yeah. So I don't remember that from the show. It's like, I'm here you see the rancher in his native habitat. They sweaty and covered in feces. <laughs> yeah, you, you were on the wrong Attenborough. <laughs> Whichever of the many Attenboroughs that's old and still two. alive. Well, I thought he'd be kind of a little pirate. <laughs> hey, David Attenborough could have been a pirate at some point. Davey yeah. Attenborough. <laughs> If you were Davy Admiral, you'd definitely be a pirate. <laughs> Some kind of pirate. I'd like to see, I'd like to, uh, I'd like to see a fictionalized, uh, account of, uh, like Blackbeard's exploits where they give him David Attenborough as, like, play the part of his sidekick, like, Ah, you scurvy, we'll shoot you where you stand. Ah, yes. Fellow seafaring adventurers, we will dismiss you with <laughs> I'm, turning it, I'm turning it to fucking William Shatner. <laughs> I, I thought it was going to go to what James Bond. How did I go through last time? It always does. Baker's doesn't. I'm good at doing one impression of someone, but I can only keep it for like a sentence before it starts bleeding into someone else's impression. And I can always do Mike Wazowski's boss from Monsters, Inc. Really well. I'll be watching Wazowski. Always watching. Yeah. Um, are, we, are, are we playing the movie in the background?
weird eccentricities or weird idiosyncrasies that people have. What I really like about Caleb is how he describes cats making loud noises as yelling. <laughs> well, I think it's accurate. Only when they're in heat, though, right? But, yeah. Well, you said that Obi-Wan yelled at you. <laughs> that was <laughs> that was like a scream. Yeah. But when you came out, you're like, oh, man, he was yelling so loud. And the first thing that comes to mind is the book Old Yeller. Um, but after that, like, I can just, when I, when I hear yelling, all I can imagine then you think about is Fred Flintstone's boss on the, going, Flintstone! And so, like, when Nuru was going into heat, and you were telling us all, like, oh, my cat was up all night yelling. I'm just imagining, <laughs> I'm just imagining Caleb lying in bed, like, with his fingers in his ears, oh, and Nuru was just like, Flintstone! That's Flintstone! Yeah! <laughs> Yeah, that's what cats do when they're in heat. They just yell, Flintstone! Well, they oh. yell the names of the employees that are disappointing them. And I I still have kept up uh, appearances that my actual name is Flintstone to my cat. <laughs> so, guys, don't ruin this. She can't know my real name because then when I move across state lines, she could follow me. <laughs> Gary, I can't have that. My name, Nuru. Look at me. My name is Frederico Flintstone. Frederico. <laughs> because I'm not a fucking caveman. <laughs> we live in Ontario. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Nuru. We live in Canada. Do we have anything else we're going to talk about? I kind of thought we had some topics drawn up, but we kind of just got off, went on on some random tangents, well, which is remarkable. Like special needs. Oh, special no, needs. No, not pets. special needs. <laughs> Pets with disabilities. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Pet disabilities. <laughs> and then it's devolved into special needs pets. Oh, yes. So what is there about pets with disabilities? They're just so adorable. My parents had an incontinent dog that we had well, to put baby diapers on. That's one of the less adorable and they, <laughs> But they're like, baby diapers are, like, designed for a baby human, I think, to, like, stay on while they're in the deep fryer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they're well battered. So... We had to secure it on with duct tape. Thanks, so you gotta remove the diaper before you, you batter them. Or so they have way... Diaper. Unfortunately, I know that they have pretty good dog diapers. That's good to know. Yeah. Been, well, incontinent pee-wise or poop-wise or both? Pee. Okay, so they have... It's basically just a wrap that, like, oh. Velcro's around their wiener. Well, I don't... People. Maybe this is before you could get those pets. Wait, was it a girl or a boy? Okay, yeah, boys are way easier. Yeah. It's weird with dogs, their dicks are like halfway down their abdomen. Like with a, with a male human, you'll notice the cock and balls aren't too far from the asshole, but I feel Thank like. God. <laughs> I feel like a dog's dick is right where like your navel would be if you were just like on all fours. When I say you, I don't mean people in general, I'm specifically meaning you, Caleb. <laughs> you haven't seen me on all fours recently. Oh, yeah. The move keys around. At least in the last Rearranging for I've I've changed. I've grown. <laughs> I've become more powerful than you could ever imagine, old man. My dick has moved even further closer to my chin. That's <laughs> like between my nipples. Do you guys think the student what, what, who was once the student is now the master? <laughs> You can strike me down and my penis will become more closer to my chin than you could ever imagine. <laughs> That's an episode okay, time. Actual question I have that I didn't want to Google because I didn't want to see gross pictures. How long is the ass ball 
in the ABC. The assicle? The gooch? Oh, probably a good, like, two inches. And just, like, normal skin? No, it's got a, it's got a nice little ridge there. Ridge. Yeah, like, like the, like the underneath your tongue, this little, like, uh, I feel like that sort of thing. Like for well, I mean, when you shower, you have to wash your taint, and, and you get a mirror and you inspect it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? When you, sh- you know, yeah, like when in the shower when you're making a plaster cast of your taint, <laughs> <laughs> you know, your morning ritual. <laughs> right. right. You need to track this over time. This is important. Okay. So that's why he has hundreds of plaster casts of taint in his house, but nothing else. It's weird that nobody ever mentioned that before. Because guys are always like, ah, your balls are so close to your asshole. But you also don't sit on your balls. You do when you, you get can. Older. Yeah, can happen. But the balls, like, unless like they kind of get in a weird position, they can kind of like retreat inside your abdomen. So like, yeah. if you sit on them at, at a, most angles, they have a a retreat vector. Yeah, they're pliers. Yeah. But if you're very unlucky, or if your balls get super dangly, they get trapped. They can get cut off behind enemy lines, <laughs> as it were. Do balls get dangly when you get old? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, just like a, all your skin kind of gets dangly yeah. when you get older. So if you have bigger balls, they get even more dangly, just like how women with larger breasts get I don't know, because your balls are like, there's a tendon attached to your testicles that kind of keeps them in check. But I mean, the scrotum is infamous for being especially dangly in older men, which is why older men sit on their balls more often, which is something we can, well, evolution has still to figure that one out. There's there's several things about being bipedal that evolution hasn't caught up with yet, and that's one of them, yeah. is the sitting on your balls. Yeah. But you've already, like, had all your young by then, so it probably won't. It's pretty limited, so, like, evolutionary pressure on that. Yeah, yeah, on your balls. Unless, like, women start asking prospective partners how dangly their father's balls. (laughs) (laughs) Put that on (laughs) (laughs) eHarmony. Required feel. My father has the tautest balls! I thought it'd be an awesome tattoo idea. You know how, like, when you're a kid and you're growing, your parents, like, mark your height on the doorway of the kitchen? Oh, no. I thought it'd be great just have, like, the line tattooed on your inner thigh of how, like, how low your balls hang. <laughs> Do just your balls document. That's that's really tricky business, though. I feel like you would have to, like... There's a lot of places you, you, you have to, like, normalize it by, like, ball dangliness after an hour in the sun. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> Maximum dangle. Whoa! Oh my god, I totally... Oh man, this, oh, this is totally blowing my mind. You never notice how, like, the scrotum has the opposite reaction to heat and humidity as the rest of the body? Like, when the rest of your body gets all pruning and, like, scrotum-like, your scrotum actually, like, loses its wrinkliness and, like, elongates? Yeah, I have noticed that. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah, when you're in the shower for a long time, everything else becomes pruny and scrotum-like, but, like, that's the smoothest your scrotum will ever be. Oh, man. That's what you ruined doing. my day. The smoothest your scrotum will ever be. It's all downhill. Over now. Yeah, I used to shower in the morning, so now I kind of shower at night, and that's definitely a good 
upside on that. I'm like, ah, I, have to, I, I get to go to bed with a nice, smooth scrotum. <laughs> yeah. So you can iron a shirt on this scrotum. Please don't. <laughs> that doesn't sound like a good idea. Or a shot. <laughs> or maybe I could touch it up and, you know, at like noon to just iron out the wrinkles. It's like every time after you wash your balls, you need to, you know, iron them out. That's right. Isn't the whole reason of your body getting, like your fingers getting pruny is for grip? Grip. I've read that. I, I've read that, but I haven't read it. It's not like your body, like, glitching out. Like, it's not being like, oh, you've been in water too long. It's like, your body's like, oh, okay, well. It only happens, like, your fingertips and toes, so that, that hypothesis makes sense to me, but I haven't read, like, an actual academic thing of it. I only read, like... That's a weird evolutionary thing. They're like, well, this guy was in water too long, and then someone chased him, and there's some yeah. slippery but rocks, but he uh, made an I think that would be that that would be. I mean, there are a lot of evol- evolutionary pressures that are super tiny that still have an effect. Yeah, but I bet this one would be one that's <coughs> exceptionally tiny. Is that how like chameleons and geckos like how they suck? No, uh, geckos is really weird. They just figured out the secret of geckos like uh, in the last like five years. And it's powered by gamma rays from the center of the multi-ethnic. Uh, Continuum. <laughs> yeah, the continuum. <laughs> what produces gamma rays. Yep. Powers. Yep, because yep, that's how the mixing of races is. Everyone are in house Sorry. All my <laughs> turning into a pro segregation <laughs> argument here. <laughs> if the races are allowed to marry each other, a deadly burst of gamma radiation will destroy the earth. And geckos will inherit the earth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, you have an Irish man marrying a Mexican woman, next thing you know, we're all dead, the world's covered in geckos. I'm just saying, no one wants to hear it. I'm just saying, interracial marriage leads to the gecko dominion of the world and the gecko subjugation of the human race. <laughs> Wait, someone email Alex Jones this theory. <laughs> yeah, we could get some ad money. Oh, we Alex could probably Jones. sell some like uh, radiation protection cream under that. <laughs> it's now, 30% lead, folks. Rub it all over your skin. It protects you from radiation. Makeup in the Victorian era. <laughs> now, folks, sad as it is, we all know. The country's in decline. The world's in decline. The the races are intermarrying. Nothing you can do about it. The, the time to prevent that has sailed. But what you can do is buy some of our special gecko-resistant cream to keep them lizard, lizard rays from baking your insides. Now, of course, these geckos have been sent out by the lizard people who control everything from their base on the moon. Well... Yeah, that all makes sense. <laughs> yeah. It all checks out. I'm buying it. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. Uh, as, as, sorry, I, I'm still recovering from almost <laughs> dying from laughter. <laughs> Oof. Oof. What a feeling. Oh, what a feeling. But, uh, God, 
Uh, we should really start thinking of more, like, structured things, I think. Colin, I think you need to start. I think I do. Yeah, you're part Maybe. of the problem. I, yeah, I don't know. Also, I get distracted with things over here. And... Yeah. Yeah, like your yeah. dick and your parkas and your lizard cream. And your... What is that, by the way? It's one of those twisty things on shades. Oh! It twists over my god. Them. Growing up, my brother and I used to fence with those all the time. My mom would get so pissed because they always, like, break after, like, yeah. fencing. Yeah, we did the same. I just don't shoot on it, mostly. I have big plans for this. You'll see. Yeah. Do we need right. an outro or Colin chewing the curtain rod if you know what I mean. So, listener, thanks for listening to another episode of the Slazoom Podcast. Nuru, say goodbye. Thanks. You really blew it out of the park. Um, I'll show you pancakes with my ass. Thanks. Push me and then just touch me. Till I can catch my satisfaction. Nice. Satisfaction. I'm like flashbacks to that clown. <laughs> I, I can't beat that. Bye. 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 Goodbye. Bye. And I was like, can someone please help me? And my friends just laughed at me, and I was yeah, like, no, laughing. really? <laughs> it is a pretty funny thing to have. We, we just called in more dogs. This is going to get better. <laughs> this is going to get you kids. Doggy pile. <laughs> <laughs>